And we are back with episode 17. That is 17 for all you out there. Another episode. And this one is, uh, it's going to be exciting. It's almost like a sequel of our very first episode, although we're going to be expanding out on it a little bit. So we're going to be having a lot of fun today. We're going to be having some hot takes flying around. Easton's probably going to say some dumb shit. He's, he loves to do that. Easton, introduce us to the episode. Get us going here. Mm, yes, Farzi. That's a good way to uh, start your day with a rating below six. So have fun <laughs> working back. Yes, we've got an excellent excellent episode today. So if you remember our first episode that we did, we uh, took a gander down old Lincoln Way in Valpo and looked at some of the restaurants, rated them, talked about them. Well, today we're going to kind of pivot off that and sort of expand it to the more, I guess, would you say national? Probably global, too, in some cases. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to look at some some of the biggest chain restaurants. Uh, we have a few categories picked out of different types of food. And Christian and I are going to go through, kind of just rattle off our top two from each of those categories. And from that, we will discuss and debate because I'm sure Christian has some freezing cold takes. And uh, without further ado, let's get rocking. All right, where do you want to start? We want to start with more mellow end, maybe sandwich. Sandwich yeah, is a good place. Yeah. Just a good right. little lunch. Exactly. Good little lunch. And how do you want to do this? You want me to fire off? And like you said, so we will be doing our top two. So I would do my second, then you do your second, then I do yeah. my first. Yeah, let's yeah, okay, do that. So we'll... let's, let's, let's alternate a little. For All everyone right. curious right. out there, today I do not have my morning coffee because I took it a step further. I got my morning bang today. That's the type of energy we're bringing to this episode. And if you thought, if you thought that Easton said some things that were out of line last episode, you don't even know. Only getting worse. (laughs) All right. So sandwich, I will start it off here for my second of the top two here. Uh This, this one. So there's something that I like out of my sandwich shops, and it's a good toasted sandwich. And both of mine here that are listed kind of revolve around that idea. So my second one coming in at number two, Penn Station. Wow. Yeah. If people, it's it's under the radar, especially in the Midwest a little bit, but I would say East and I are pretty well traveled over the last four years. We've been to a lot of fast food places that, you know, they may be better than others, but Penn Station coming in at two, just your nice, good, casual, toasted East Coast sandwiches. Nothing yeah. more. Yeah. And, you know, Christian, that's, that's a good start to the episode there. Um, Penn Station it was fighting for the number two spot on my list. It was very okay. close. I ended up going with a different one for the reasons that I'll get into in a second. But yeah, yeah Penn Station is a great spot. You know, you can't go wrong with a toasted sub. You can eat it really for any meal. You know, cold subs, I feel like it's kind of just a lunch thing. But you can sit down and have a nice dinner over a, a nice toasted sub. So... That, that's a good start, Christian. I'm also a huge fan of Penn Station. Uh, great subs there. Again, a very low-key place, so if you get the chance, yeah, definitely check those guys out. And, all right, coming in at my number two spot. You can get toasted or cold here. And the only reason this place beat out Penn Station is because it has one sandwich in particular that I think is kind of the trump card over all of Penn Station's subs. So, coming in at number two for my sandwich place, Firehouse Subs. Okay. Yeah. Firehouse Subs. And the reason for this, the reason for this, I do enjoy the, every sandwich I've had there is good. But the cheddar brisket sub there is just top notch. I mean, when you talk the greatest subs to to you know surface on this planet that's up there with the best of them i love the nice thin sliced meat throw in some barbecue sauce some mayo it sounds like a weird combo but it's great 
I even go a step further and they've got a little uh, like red pepper barbecue sauce there that you can get. And I throw some of that on there too. And boy, oh boy, that just makes me one of the happiest mans alive. Firehouse subs, number two. Okay, I respect that a lot. And I don't want to jump the gun at all, but I was worried for your number two slot, you put in maybe a more basic answer, an answer that I'd have to possibly get mad at you about. I don't know if it's going to come in your number one slot, but I won't go there. My number one slot, and this was a no-brainer for me, this was plugged in right away. When I think sandwich, I think of pot bellies. That's what I think of. It doesn't get better. You got your milkshakes. You got your your toasted sandwiches. You got your aesthetic if you're going to go sit down in the place. And you got your kettle chips. It just it doesn't get better than a potbelly sub. And it's just there was no other sandwich shop that really compared for me. That was an easy one. Wow. Um, so, everyone, buckle up here. This will rarely be said on this show, but for once, Christian, I don't know if I give that my number one, but you have for the first time ever outflanked me because I do believe that is actually my number two. I love oh. pot belly subs. You're absolutely right. That's a great establishment. Yeah. You can't go wrong with it. I would honestly put it above Firehouse. It is what it is. So... That's a good call there, Christian. You came out of left field with that one. That didn't uh, cross my radar when I was thinking of these sub shops. So Okay, okay. Trying to get that rank back up. Have your first victory of of 17 episodes. I'll take it. Number one for me. This would be a close one with Potbelly. This one, uh, you can go hot or cold as well. I actually prefer some of the cold subs here. Just a great, great place. Jersey Mike's. Yep. Yep. Jersey Mike's. I mean, you can get a 16-inch sub there. If you're starving, nothing is going to make that stomach happier than a nice 16-inch sub. You can get Mike's way. Mmm, delicious and beautiful. That's an easy number one for me. But again, Christian, on the pot belly call, you caught me off guard there. That's that's a good <laughs> choice. I'm glad. I just want to say I was very, very worried that we'd have a Jimmy John's or Subway come up in one of these top twos. And I just want to say right now, I want to make it known that those two would probably not even be in my top 10. I just want to make that clear. The amount of Jimmy John's I've had over the last couple of years has just is more than any individual should probably have in their whole life. And at this point, I'm a hater now. All right. Yeah, see, I'm going to, now you're getting a little cold on me because I've actually grown a bit of an appreciation for the old Jimmys lately because, you know, being the busy man that I am, it's just a, a wonderfully convenient place. You can put your order in on the app and they will have that thing out in 30 seconds. I've been flirting around with the customized feature now, so I've been throwing all kinds of crazy stuff. You're a vet. And I've, got, a I've got some good subs there, so... Take it easy on Jimmy John's. Subway, absolutely. Right. It's fallen off the radar ever since Jared. No one should eat there. It should probably go out of business. But and you're right on that. You're right. Subway, get out of here. Jimmy John's, I still I still have some some feelings for over the years. Uh, so I'll, I'll mark them a little bit higher up. But yeah, Subway, get out of here. For the next one, you want to move on to Burger. Absolutely. All right. You lead us and off with number fun. two here. <laughs> this, this is where it gets fun. <laughs> This was a hard one for me, I'll be honest, because there's a lot of good chain burger places out there. Um, but with mine, I actually went pretty basic on on both of them. Okay. Coming in at my number two slot, this one, a little more expensive, which I don't like about it, but I honestly think their burgers are just beautifully made, especially if you get the double. It's a lot of food. They got great fries, great shakes, five guys, burgers and fries. Coming in at the number two spot. Wow. Wow. And I'm just going to say it right now. That was also my number two slot. So you were on the same page here. It it hates me to say we agree here. And and this has happened a couple times throughout the episodes. And it always hurts me every time it does happen. But yeah, five guys is is number two is... It's great. It's great. It's a great burger. It may be expensive. And I do want to say this, though. 
I do want to say this. I read on the internet the other day. So you know how Five Guys does the classic. They just dump all the fries in the bottom of your bag, make you think that you're getting a whole lot more. No, that's actually it added on to the cost. They know exactly what they're doing. They're not helping you out here. They're just trying to make it look like they're, you know, giving you extra fries. Mm. But they're not. They're not doing that. Mm. See, that, and I Think didn't know that. that. And and nothing really rubs me the wrong way more than a, a little scam action. So five, five guys, that's a bit of a ding on you. You're lucky I didn't come across that article before I made this list. But at the end of the day, it is a great burger. And Christian, if you think us agreeing, you know, really digs deep into you, just think about how I feel, man. I mean, we all know I have much superior takes, just way more well-informed. You're the star so, of the show. So, so when we show, agree, so this it just makes me look horrible. Fair. Fair enough. So I guess now that that was my second, we got to bounce it right back to you for the number one spot at the burger. Number one spot. This factors in taste, quality of ingredients, cost, efficiency of the restaurant and just overall culture you can't forget the culture in and out burger thank you to my west coast family you gotta love it's it's an easy it's an easy six dollar stop and you've got yourself a great burger with fresh ingredients you can get a protein style and a little lettuce wrap if you're if you're in cutting season you know so in and out burger is the number one for those five factors you gotta think of all the factors, Christian. All the factors. Yeah, I, I I am thinking about all the factors. The thing is, sure, it gets it gets out to you kind of quick. They do give you a lot of food, so that I'll give them that. But it's just your run of the mill burger. I respect that you are taking into consideration all the factors in that choice, mm-hmm. and you do have the West Coast bias, so I, I don't expect anything less. But I I don't hate that. I don't hate that choice. But I will leave it on the fact that I think it's overrated. And I think my number one spot is superior to that. And this is, uh, you, you can find this one right in, the, right in the heart of the Vale of Paradise, Valparaiso. Give me Red Robins as a chain where it's a little bit more upscale chain. So maybe you want to argue that that's a little cheaty right there. But it's still at the end of the day, Shane, you can go in there, you can get a $13, $14 burger, you can throw God knows what on it, you can put anything you want on that burger, you can egg any sauce, anything you want, you can get as crazy as you want, and this burger every time is going to come back and be great. And bottomless fries, bottomless garlic fries, they got the most exotic milkshake flavors out there. Comes in at wow. number one. See, I I do like Red Robin, but turning back to my factors that I mentioned, I mean, I think the reason I go to a Red Robin is to enjoy a a good meal. Yeah. You know, you hear me there? A a good meal. <laughs> and good meal. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting down for a while, I'm having some company, but the burger alone it's good. Is it better than five guys? I don't really think so. Does it get outflanked on all the other factors of in and out? Absolutely. So, you know, kind of looking at this, I think I've got a way better choice here at one. We can (sighs) agree to disagree, but hey, I don't think Red Robin is a number one choice, Christian. And that's just my honest opinion. Here's here's the bottom line. Maybe we'll throw some polls out because we can argue all we want. But it really sure. comes down to the listeners, comes down to the people. And I think for the next one, we just – Asian cuisine, this is going to be a pretty quick one. Um, I think we both agree on that. But I'll start us off in the number two spot. There was, And I'll, I'll lead off by saying this. There was really only one real number one spot here. This was the easiest choice of this whole list. But for number two so. – I don't think so. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. For me personally, I won't speak – for Easton, for me, this was the easiest choice of the list, number one. But for number two, Asian cuisine, P.F. Chang's. Also a little bit more upscale, but a chain nonetheless. And uh, the green beans, the fried green beans, that's what's coming to mind right now is the appetizer. And it's great. It hits home. And uh, yeah, P.F. Chang's, number two. Sure. 
And uh, to be completely transparent with the listeners out there, this was the only restaurant that I knew Christian chose beforehand. Yeah. So I, I purposely did not choose it, but yes, it could easily sneak its way into the top two. It's just a great establishment. I love the lettuce wraps there. That's a great feature. Uh-huh. Coming in at number two for me, this one, maybe not a lot of people will know. I, I, I don't know if you'll know, honestly, but okay, Payway. Okay. Have you ever had Payway? Sounds like a West Coast thing. Yeah, I think it kind of is. But yeah. again, it's it's a chain restaurant. Um, it's, I guess, more of a sit down, but it's not, you know, it's not to the level of P.F. Chang's when it comes to cost and atmosphere. It's a lot yeah. more quick. Um, you can get takeout. It's just great. I mean, the orange chicken and sesame chicken there are to die for. Everything well prepared. Good veggies on the side. That's my number two. Okay. And I'm just going to go ahead and get my number one out of the way. Easiest choice of the whole list for me. Panda Express, baby. Bring it here. You can't go wrong with it. Go through. You get your bowl. You get your plate. You get your bigger plate. Whatever you want to get. Orange chicken, teriyaki, beef, rice, whatever. It's it's just, it's different. It's built different. It hits different. And that's the bottom line. Panda Express, number one Asian cuisine. Easiest choice on the list. <laughs> you know, Christian, it, it is a good call. You can't go wrong with Panda. And it's it's notorious for being the Asian chain restaurant. And I thought... When we were coming up with an idea for this episode of what we were going to do, we settled on this this whole chain restaurant idea, went down the line in the categories, we got to Asian. Immediate thought was absolutely Panda Express is sneaking in there. However, right before oh, this episode no. aired, I was doing a little research, scrolling through, and I don't know if you've ever had this, but BD's Mongolian Grill you get the big old bowl and you get to load it up with whatever you want and then you give it to the guy he takes out his two crazy spatulas starts chopping away flipping and slinging and then he throws it all in the bowl sauces it up oh the experience the amount of food and the quality just makes me i mean i would roll over my grave for it it is beautiful it is lovely and it gets the taste buds jumping and dancing. Easton, that mo- that might be the most accurate thing you've ever said in your whole life. I cannot believe that I forgot that restaurant. And uh, I... You're speechless, aren't you? I'm speechless because... I may just have to put that as my number one. I may just have to slide Panda down, move P.F. Chang's out of the way, and throw that in as my number one. And I never never thought that it would come to this. I said Panda was my easiest choice, and now I'm just having to back out on that. This hurts. That's that's the rookie you are. And, again, Panda's a great choice. It could have easily slid into my number two spot. But when I scrolled past that restaurant, I thought, not only is that my number one Asian chain, that I think easily yeah. cracks my top three for all chain restaurants. It, you know, I'd have to look into it more, but it might be in the number one spot. I absolutely love that restaurant and just everything about it when it comes to quality, quantity, experience. I mean, you can't beat it. You're absolutely right. And it's also, it's, I wouldn't say it's scarce, but you won't find it everywhere. Like when you right. see a BD's Mongolian grill, you're like, okay, that's where I have to go. Cause this isn't everywhere. This isn't an everyday thing. Yeah. That's uh, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say anything more. Um, other it's than, okay, yeah. Man. It's okay. You're right. You're right. Eric's Eric's all right. There we go. All right. Got it out of the way. All right. Next. This one, uh, a lot to work with here, so I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Mexican chains. Let me stretch out here for a second. And when we say Mexican chains, you know, could be a little loosely interpreted. You can go like Tex-Mex or Mexican-American, just generally speaking, the concept. 
Okay, so you want me to lead this thing off? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, so I'll lead it off by saying that both of mine are relatively similar. I'd say the number one for my Mexican chains was a pretty easy selection. The number two was also surprisingly pretty easy. Mm. Buckle up, Easton, because I'm not sure how you're going to take this. Welcome to Moe's, baby. <laughs> For number two, I don't, I, I, I don't think you're a Moe's guy. I think you're actually a Moe's hater. I may be wrong, but let me just tell you something. Freshman year, freshman year, I hated Moe's. Hated it because it was where we always stopped on our road trips to wherever we were playing. By senior year, it was like I fell into the trap. I wanted to go to Moe's every stop of the way. I wanted it. The, the chips, they, they're just, there's something about the chips. And then I don't even know what they're called, the, the things they flip stacks. into a, the stacks. stacks. The stacks, man. The stacks you, give it the number And you know spot. why I know that, Christian? is because <laughs> you are just so ill-informed and caught in your own thoughts. Moe's is also my number two. I'm a huge yes! Moe's guy. I don't know where <laughs> you're getting this idea that I don't like Moe's. All the Moe's haters out there, I mean, piss off. It is wonderful. It's the the stack, the stack is one of the the best Mexican chain items you can get. Throw it on top of some chips. You can eat chips for days. They have a variety of salsas to choose from. They always have the the Coca Cola machine where you can specifically select both the drink you want and add a little flavoring to it. Yep. And you walk through the door to welcome to Moe's. It's a staple. You can't go wrong with it. It's also my number two. Get your head on straight. If you think I'm a Moe's hater, you don't know what's going on. I just know Moe's was very highly volatile on the team. You either or you either hate it. Wasn't sure where you fell because I feel like me, you look at me, I was a big time Moe's hater up until about junior year. Something happened over the last couple of years. I don't know what it was. One day I woke up and I wanted to go to Moe's. I was like, Bring me the most. That's all I'm going to say on that end. But I'm glad. I am glad you are with me on that. It, you know, and it comes with maturity, Christian. So maybe you came in, you were immature, your head wasn't on straight, and you didn't like most. But over time, we all grow up, right? And then you realize the gem that Moe's is. Now, I came in realizing that right away. I've always loved Moe's. Always loved the stack. Always loved the greeting. Moe's, <laughs> great place. Uh, so basically, well, moral no, of the story here: if you don't like Moe's, grow up. Just grow up. All right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'll, I'll give you my number one. Mm -hmm. There's really no need for much of an explanation here. Chipotle. Chipotle is my number one. It's uh, I, there was a span, and I'm embarrassed to say it, at the beginning of quarantine, that uh, I got Chipotle 15 days in a row, and uh, I probably could have kept the streak going. If I didn't actually take a second to realize that that it kind of started to add up financially, so I was like, okay, maybe I should just not go to Chipotle anymore. But it's I could eat it every day, every day of my life, and I would never get sick of it. Chipotle number one. You you are sick in the head. Fifteen days in a row, uh, and I could have gone. I could have gone a hundred days. I could have gone a hundred fifty days. Okay, you ready for this? Buckle up. This this is not my number one. I like Chipotle. I do. I will go there from time to time. Um, I enjoy the bowls and the burritos. They got good ingredients. But I'm taking Qdoba over Chipotle. I was worried you were going to say that. I was worried. <laughs> I'm taking Qdoba over Chipotle. The queso is better. They've got a new sweet and spicy chick in there. It's beautiful. They load you up way more. I mean. I'm taking Qdoba. It's it's lower cost as well. It is what it is. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. First semester, senior year, there was a night that I was like, I'm going to eat out tonight. But I was like, I don't want Chipotle. But I do huh. want Mexican. I went to Qdoba. And for about a week, I continued to go to Qdoba. I was like, this place is starting to grow on me. I may even... At some point in my life, move this above Chipotle. And then, you know what I realized, Easton? 
I realized oh, that I was absurd. I was out of my mind. I was losing my mind. And I, I enjoy Qdoba, trust me. But I realized on that day that nothing, nothing stacks up to the Chipotle rice. It is just incomparable. Chipotle rice I every day of the week. And see, that's where I disagree. That's where we'll we'll never. Oh man, I can't even find the words. Can't even find them. That wasn't even my number one, by the way. So I know. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, bring me the number one. Let's see what your number one is. And and again, this this is more West Coast. I don't know if, if you have been there. Oh, it is beautiful. This is another one that fights for my top spot on all the chains. Costa Vida. Have you ever eaten there? Never you, even heard of it. Never have you it. have you ever had Cafe Rio? Never heard of it. God, you would you, you West Coast culture. Man, you're, you're a different breed. You're a different breed. I mean the, the and this is legitimate chain. If you're on the West Coast, you know, I, I won't say they're everywhere, but they're in abundance. It's same kind of setup as Chipotle, and they've got sweet pork. It's their staple there. It is so delicious. You can get it in a bowl, in a burrito, on a salad. They'll smother the burrito for you. I mean, Christian, I'm telling you, if you ever see this, go there, come back. We'll do another episode, and I will guarantee, guarantee that this will be the number one on your list. I, I'd That's put, a lot to guarantee. i put my life savings on it. I really would. You go there, you get the sweet pork. I know it sounds a little weird, but it's delicious. Get it however you want. Bowl, burrito, salad. You can get it on nachos even. And then smother that bad boy. Oh, man. Ton of food, and it's to die for. I'll leave that there. I I, I, I wouldn't put your life savings on it, because it's going to be tough to eclipse Chipotle for me. But I'll keep that in mind. I will. I'll keep if you it like mind. Chipotle over it, then you got something wrong with you. So, well, I've already proved Sorry. time and time again that I probably have something wrong with me. But it's it's fine. Let's yeah. move on to. Yeah. You want to go chicken or do you want to go Italian slash pasta cuisine? You know, let's save chicken for second to last. We obviously both know it's going to be last. Yeah, the dessert. Yes. That's last. Nice. Yeah, let's go Italian. I like that. Okay, Italian. So this. My second one for Italian, there may be a glaring omission for me on my list here. And the second option here for Italian is probably my hottest take of the day. And I don't know if it's going to get you all up in arms, but Fazoli's, man. Fazoli's, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not a very controversial place. It's just a fast food Italian place restaurant whatever you want to call it it's exactly what you'd expect it's not it's not crazy high end it's not high end at all but they give you breadsticks they give you lots of breadsticks and the chicken parm for only being eight bucks and maybe that should sketch me out a little bit the eight buck chicken parm is to die for and i will say this that i've only been to fazoli's three times but they're not they're not everywhere it's tough to find a fazoli so if I, if I lived by a Fazoli's, I'd probably go there more. So I'm going to leave it at that. Fazoli's. Okay. It's not a freezing cold take. I'll give you that. Now, food-wise, I don't know if it's in my top three to four for chain Italian restaurants. But it's good. It's good food, and you're right. It's, it's cheaper, which is nice. They're quick. And I will say... You caught me with a good taste in my mouth on Fazoli's right now because I actually just got some Fazoli's about two weeks back. My roommate and I both got it. And we did a little action where as I was leaving work, I called it in for pickup, right? And he was going to go pick it up because I had to get to class. Well, when he got there to pick it up, they said it was over. You know, they said, hey, your, your food's over there. Take it. You're good to go. Have a good one. And... He didn't know that I never uh, had to provide any payment on the call. So we got hooked up with some free <laughs> oh, So wow. I got a good taste for them in my mouth right now. Okay. I can't say, you know, a lot of bad things. Had I had to have paid for the ultimate sampler, maybe it changes a little bit. Okay. But okay. it's not a bad choice. Okay. Um, 
respect. My number two, a classic, Olive Garden. Yeah. Olive yep. Garden, I mean, yeah, maybe a little more spendy, but the breadsticks and salad alone have to put this on the top of your list. They are just phenomenal. I could honestly tell you there are days where I would probably eat 30 of those breadsticks with ease. Yep. yep. And the food is great. I mean, it's is it, you know, your classic rooted Italian, you know, homemade pasta? No. But does it taste great? Yes. So I think it's a good number two for me. It's a good experience when you go there. Honestly, like I said before, the breadsticks and salad alone slotted it right up there. So yeah, yeah, you uh, you pretty much said all that needs to be said. Olive Garden is my number one. Those breadsticks, you said thirty, I could eat fifty. It's just it, you can't go wrong. It takes me right out of the boring, boring, plain Midwest. Puts me right in that Tuscan aesthetic, Italian. It takes me right to Italy. It takes me right to Italy when I enter that place, and it's just like it. it Come on, man. It's Olive Garden. It's it's as good as it gets when it comes to an Italian chain, in my opinion. Easton, give us your number one. This is going to rock your boat a little bit here. And oh. I think, I don't know for sure, but this may, this may just change your number one. This is one Please, of those. That, don't do it to me again. It's, it's kind of like a... Kind of like a P.F. Chang's in, in the terms of, you know, cost and experience. Not quite as high end, I won't say. Okay. But the Cheesecake Factory. The <sighs> Cheesecake Factory. Hear me out, man. Let me say it one more time. The Cheesecake Factory. That place, my word. The, the quality of food there is just phenomenal. And if you're a fan of cheesecake... The amount of options they have to just wash down your beautifully made, big portion size pasta. I mean, to me, if anyone says Cheesecake Factory is an option, I'm going there right away. <laughs> Another one that is arguably in my top three chains. So, you know, I've thrown three out there and those very well might be my top three. I love that place. Here's the thing. You're embarrassing me at this point. I just put Fazoli's over Cheesecake Factory. Because when I think of Cheesecake Factory, I, I it's just on another whole nother level. I don't even think of it as a chain. I don't even think of it. I, I don't know what I think of it as. I just think of it as if you're looking for an elite elite meal legitimately elite and the aesthetic like you walk in there it, it, it carries itself like it's some high end high-end yeah. restaurant they, that's pretty much the, what it comes down to non-chain pillars set the up pillars. when you walk in they've when got you the see big pillars that's dome you know. on top it's it's a beautiful restaurant and the food i mean come on man the food the, the four cheese pasta the four cheese exactly. pasta say no more oh god man you know not gonna change my rankings because i i gotta go with my gut but once again you've outdone yourself You've outdone yourself. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, listen, I know. I mean, it's a sneaky one because you don't think about it right away when you go to Italian chains. But all in all, I would say it, you know, it definitely is. When I looked up Italian chains, it popped up on there. So it's obviously considered one. And their Italian food there is to die for. And I mean, are, are you a fan of cheesecake? I, you get me a good cheesecake, I'll eat it right out. I'll yeah, eat it right out. I wouldn't say I mean, like it's my favorite dessert, but it's not bad dessert by any means. But here's the thing also is you can go away from the classic cheesecake there. So if you don't like just, you know, right. the taste of your your normal cheesecake with maybe like some fruit topping on, you can go like Reese's double chocolate peanut butter cheesecake. <laughs> oh my, just put me to sleep. That stuff is amazing. <laughs> well, that's you know uh, next. You know what's next? Chicken. chicken. I'll, eat it, I'll eat it off. Yeah. I'll give you the chance to go second because you know okay. I've I've kind of put you through the blender on a couple of these. Yeah. So yeah. So this one was hard for me, and I think there's a reason for the debate between all of the major fried chicken restaurants. 
there are about five or six that come to mind when I think of like fried chicken chain restaurants. I enjoy pretty much all of them. So how I came to my number two slot was I did the same thing I've done a few times here and I zoned in on one specific item that I think outdoes some of the rest and I'm going Popeye's. Popeye's because the spicy chicken sandwich and the variety of sides that they have there that just will slap your face into another dimension. It, it earns itself the number two spot. Mm-hmm. That spicy chicken sandwich, I don't think I've ever gone and only gotten one. I pretty much always get two. Say, you know, say what you need to, but it's phenomenal. Oh. That's, that's just a good take. That's just at the end of the day, I can't say anything about that positioning because it's just, it's, it's a respectable pick. So I'll give you that. My number two, and this may be your number one. My number two is Chick-fil-A because it's just – it's not quite my number one. It it really does depend on the day for me. It actually isn't my number one. It, but okay. It, it's great. Okay. It, it, it's great. It's just – it's consistent. It delivers, and that's why I put it at two because it's always going to be there for you. It's never going to let you down, and it's it's kind of similar to a five guys in the sense that it's just a chicken version of five guys. And I can't, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with Chick-fil-A. It's consistent. That's why it's my number two. Yeah, no. And it's, it's a good take there. I mean, that was, that was the one fighting for the number two spot for me. I love their waffle fries there. Their chicken's great. Um, Popeye's edged it out. Like I said, solely based on the one item, which was the spicy chicken sandwich. I really enjoy Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich too. They're both elite. I give the edge to Popeyes, and that's why I got that spot. But again, a good take there. I I don't know anyone who doesn't like Chick Fil A, right? Except Correct. you know maybe Stephen Fitzsimmons can't eat peanut oil. Poor Shout guy. Out Steve, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah, he's missing out. Um, number one, number one, Canes. Canes, absolutely any day of the week. <sighs> beautiful beautiful the i mean the meal when you talk about getting four to five just steaming hot perfectly made chicken tenders with the you know whatever they put in that sauce that chipotle barbecue sauce and then you get the good fries you can get that big slice of texas toast little secret here get it cooked on both sides you'll get a double crisp action and it's just wonderful I substitute my coleslaw for an extra sauce. It's just the way to go. I mean, Canes is just, uh, to me, you can't beat Canes. So uh, this this might be where it gets a bit contentious because I probably picked the Green Bay Packers to the Chicago Bears of the Raising Canes. Zaxby's is my number one. (laughs) Zaxby's is my number one. It is... Pretty much the same exact thing to Raising Cane's, but I've had Raising Cane's twice in my life, and both times it did not sit well in my stomach, especially because we were on a road trip, we were on a bus, and there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere to hide, and I got Raising Cane's just sitting in me, and it wasn't a good feeling. Every time I go to Zaxby's, though, every time. I feel great after. Give me that chicken. Give me that Zaxby's sauce, which it's better than Cane's sauce. It's just better. It's oh just what it is. God. And that is a- take me to Zaxby's. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> take me to Zaxby's. <laughs> that is a bottom three take you have ever had on the show. It might be the worst, actually. It's one thing that you went with Zaxby's at the one spot. I don't mind Zaxby's. It's it's okay. I've had some, you know, sometimes it's a little cold there, which I really don't like in my chicken tenders. But you went a step further and not only stuck with, you know, we've had instances throughout this episode where one of us will say, you know, one of these chain restaurants and it's kind of a little light bulb. Like, hey, oh, yeah, that that's pretty good. That might have been in my top two. I took it a step further. You went directly at Kane's neck using Zaxi yes. as your yes. ammunition and said yes. it's better you said the Correct. sauce is better. Correct. 
what the hell is wrong it with is Kane, factual Kane's, oh my word Kane's just stomps all over Zaxby's and it's not even close I mean you I'm a Zaxby's what, guy what, what can I say doing before we what crank these podcasts out what kind of just terrible drugs that you putting yourself you know through to where you think Kane's is better than Zaxby's you're brainwashed. Let me take you out on a date. Let me take you to Zaxby's. We'll get you whatever no. you want. All right? Yes. And you'll no. love it. I promise. You'll love it more than Kane's. You will. If there, just, if there you're going is to the a, wrong Zaxby's, man. If there is a Zaxby's and a Kane's in the same exact city, and I lived there my whole life, under the, under the uh, assumption that I had tried Zaxby's, I would not eat it a single time. Not once. Canes every single time. Not even close. Just so much better food. And you get more. Come on, man. Get no, your head no, out of the gut. I'm gutter. right. I'm that, right. That, that is rotten. So, That's I'm sick. So That's right. horrible. Sorry. I mean. Sorry. I'm done. I, we're moving on. I can't talk about this anymore. Yeah, give a dessert. So we're finally. I'm right. I'm right, man. It's just how it is. I'm right. And you said you don't have to say anything, so I, I won't. I won't urge you anymore. Desserts. Let's bring it home with dessert. You're looking at me funny right now. You're looking. I just want the listeners to know that he's looking at me. He's giving me a look, and it's kind of creeping me out. But bottom line, desserts. I'm but, so. I'm just so. Focus up. Focus up with me. Focus up with me. <laughs> there was there was a quick ten seconds there where I almost ended this podcast. That's that's how infuriated I am right now. Oh, just man. know that I don't even want to know what the rating is this week. Lead it off. Go ahead. You're, you started Sorry. off. With okay. Me. Okay. So this honestly. Okay. So number two, what I would consider the best ice cream spot, Cold Stone Creamery. It's, it's, there's not much more to say other than they're flipping the ice cream in front of you on their little, whatever contraption they've got. Um, just adds to the aesthetic. The taste is always there. Yeah. It's consistent. And I, u- I've used that word a p- couple times now, but it's really what I'm looking for in a chain. It's consistent. And that's why I'm putting Cold Stone at number two. Okay. See, and I'll, I'll be honest, this was the one I probably put, you know, the least amount of effort into. Okay. And you did, you stole my my number one there. I'll just throw that out there. Cold Stone, okay. I think it's great. It's probably my number one. I love the, uh, I believe it is the, the peanut butter cup perfection is what they yeah. call it there. It's just to die for. So that was my number one. My number two I couldn't really narrow in on one because there's a lot of different chains and they're all, you know, pretty much the same thing. But you're just your frozen yogurt chains. I mean, I love the concept. You go there, you load your bowl up with whatever you want. It's kind of yeah. like a BD's Mongolian grill of frozen yogurt. <laughs> so I, I, you just whichever, like being able to fill it up with as much as you can. huh? Whichever chain you want to go with there, I think they're all pretty much the same. But yeah, it's great. And I love the idea that, you know, I'm I'm saving a little bit of uh, calorie action by choosing the frozen yogurt route, and I actually think it tastes really good too. So frozen yogurt chains was at my number two, Cold Stones at the number one for all the reasons discussed. I'll leave it at that. So I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I have my list right here. Cold Stone is at made a last inaudible because I am I I put I moved Cold Stone to two. I am very proud of this of moving this selection to number one, and this is this is low key. You you may not even think of it, but if you're in any mall in America, you will smell Auntie Anne's from wherever you are in that mall. Auntie Anne's has just it's it's got away with me. It's got away with me. It's and I haven't had it in a couple of years. Because I just, I, whenever I'm in a mall, I smell it. I can smell it from a mile away. I don't care where I am in the mall. I will smell it. And just know that there is no better smell and there is no better taste than an Auntie Anne's pretzel. Dip it into the, uh, the, the cream sauce, whatever you want to okay. call it, and take me away. Okay. Take me away. I'm in my happy no, place. 
Yeah, that's that's a good call there. Um, it's not one I would typically think of, like you said, when I'm when I'm talking dessert foods, but I get where you're yeah. coming from. However, let me contest with all of those reasons you just discussed. I'm just gonna say the name of this restaurant. Give me your impressions because you talk about, you know, the smell filling up the odors of the air and just being beautiful, the taste yeah. being great and yeah. just a, a good experience. What do you have on Cinnabon? I, I knew you were going to say that. And I was actually going to go out of my way in my initial ex- explanation of Auntie Anne's to say that Cinnabon is not on the same level. It is not. It smells really? the same. It smells the same. But when you get down to the nitty gritty, when you actually taste the both of them, it's not the same. And some may even say it's like a Zaxby's to a Cane's. I would say that Auntie Anne's is the far superior, I guess, I, not I restaurant, I but food to whatever that. you call it. It's not, a, it's not a terrible take there. So I'll give you that. I just wanted to throw that out there and, and get a little reaction from you. Because some people are, are diehard, diehard Cinnaboners. Uh-huh. So had to throw it out there. Hmm. I think, I, I you, know, I think you know what what time it is christian well okay i and i do know what time it is but i want to push that time off for just another 30 seconds by just saying this and i actually came across this this isn't one of our categories but i came across this chain when i was just doing some research to you know get my mind working a little bit i just want to say that skyline chili is woated it is the worst chain out there i don't know if you've ever had it i've had it two times and it's just the worst experience ever so i just wanted to get that out there that's all that's all i've got on that end now let me uh (laughs) let me argue against that thought not that it's not horrible i'll be honest i haven't had it i haven't really heard good things about it but quoted listen when you talk about woated chains you can't go too far before you run into long john silvers (laughs) i mean I haven't met one person ever who's gone to a long time. Who Silver's. in God's green earth enjoys that place? Who wants to go there? I mean, fast food, seafood. That is the most horrible concept I have ever heard of. Ever. It's terrible. I would never go to a Long John Silver's. I think I've been once in my life when I was younger, and I'm pretty sure I threw up after. I'm not even kidding. So... <laughs> Again, there's no way that stuff is right to eat. And I'm a guy that, you know, I'll go eat some of these fast food places that I know are clearly not good for me. And it's probably a lot of processed BS. But that one, you will never catch me on a day where I will go to a Long John Silver's. And that's that's another good take, because like I said, I, I seriously, in all of my days, as in all of my days, have never met anyone who not only just doesn't like Long John Silver or likes Long John Silvers, but I haven't met someone who's actually been to Long John Silvers. It's just so irrelevant. It's so irrelevant. And ready for this? Yeah. Ready for this? Um, And again, you know, maybe not all the listeners know some of these people we name drop. I'm going to throw this out there and this is going to surprise you, but I know of one person that walks (laughs) this earth. Uh oh. That enjoys long long John Silvers and is proud to frequently go. And wow. that person proud. That person is Josh Courier. Josh Courier. See, that's the least surprising thing you've ever said. Loves Long John Silvers. He loves it. I mean, I I Come don't on, understand man. why. Have some respect for yourself. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's I can't remember what he told me. There's a specific item there. Maybe it was the hush puppies that he really likes. So I guess you give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he's not dying over their you know fake seafood. But still, I mean, it's just don't don't just make have, that have the dignity to not yes. pull into a long John Silver's. Correct. You can't. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know how that place is still up and running. So that's a perfect example of when I see one of those, when I see a Long John Silver's, I think money laundering. That's just what I think because no one's actually, I, no one's in the building, no one's outside parked. It's just empty. So something's going on there. 
Yeah, and so now we we come back full circle to where we were at. God, your disdain for Long John Silvers is going to help you a little here. Okay, not a lot, but a little. I can't forget what's happened. So, Barzy, we're to the Barzy rating. Hold on, on. let me just say, go ahead. I'm once you give me this rating, you're gonna talk for the rest of the episode. I'm going silent. I'm going silent. That's and I just want to make that out there. So you got you got this. Take us home. Cause I'm just I'm I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'll be honest with you. Going into the second to last category, which we won't talk about, you are probably sitting in the mm, high six to low seven range. It was a, an average performance. It was kind of a, a skewed average because you had a lot of really good takes and then you had a couple of poor takes, I thought. None that really stood out. But then we got to the chicken. <laughs> and you went to the grave. Die hard. Zaxby's over Canes. You not only put Zaxby's at your number one, you directly compared it to Canes and said pretty much everything about it was better. And that... That may be your worst take yet, and that is saying so much. That is just saying so much. That alone drops you so much. <laughs> I didn't keep throwing that that phrase out there, but the end of the episode, you saved yourself a little bit with your hate on Long John Silvers. That's always appreciated, and it's very understandable. Most people would agree with it, though, so I don't think you know it was a, a bold take by you there. Barzi, your rating today, it's a 1.6. It's a 1.6. You you have finally gotten in the ones. That was the worst episode you've had I'm yet. I'm setting and my it's, headphone down. I'm and, out, man. And, it's, and it's all it's all based on that horrible five minutes. That's that's the worst five minutes in podcast history. You know, <laughs> you might get... If this is our last episode, just know it's because the people at Apple, Spotify you know, SoundCloud, whatever we're on, they listened to this and they got so furious that they axed us, that we got canceled. And it's all because of Barzi's just piss poor take. I can't believe you said that. You know, our, our following's going to go down, our listening's going to go down. This podcast is in trouble because of what you've done. And you don't think there's consequences to this stuff. But just hear me out. We might be in trouble. So to everyone, please keep supporting us. Barzi's put us in a horrible place. I don't know what more to say. But w- I'm begging you. Just take it for what it's worth. You know he has cold takes. If anything, tune in to hear my great advice, my great takes. We're, we're signing off for the week. Check it out. We'll be on Apple, Spotify, whatever else, probably for the last time. Have a great week, everyone.